Yo, what's going on, everybody? Jason Trio here with Bitrio.com. Today is Friday, January 14th, 2022. And it's time for the wildcard weekend here. We're uh, in DraftKings right now. We got the Sunday slate pulled up. Now, there's two slates here. They got the Saturday games, which is only two games. And then the Sunday slate, which is three games. And then they also have the Monday Millionaire Maker, which is just one game. So I don't know if DraftKings has done this in the past. I, I thought I remembered last year and the years prior that the way DraftKings did it was they put the whole wildcard weekend on one slate. So it was five games mixed in. Now they're doing Saturday Millionaire Maker with the Raiders and the Bengals, the Bills and the Patriots. And then the Sunday Millionaire Maker with the Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys, Steelers, and Chiefs. And then a whole separate Millionaire Maker for the Monday night game, which is the Cardinals and the Rams. So I guess... It's more money, more chances to win. And I'm tempted. I am tempted to hop in here and do a Saturday slate and a Sunday night one. But I think I'll probably just wind up doing two Sundays. I don't like the the single game slates, the double games. Those are very difficult because everyone's it's like a tie you know i don't know i don't don't like them i like the three games at least give me three games even three games is hard it's kind of like the thanksgiving slate i like five games even better more chance for error but we're gonna get our crystal ball out here and try to predict the million dollar winning lineup for this wild card weekend here Ooh. All right, so we're just looking at the lines now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are eight and a half point favorites over the Philadelphia Eagles with a 46 over under. Pretty strong. I mean, if I had to say, right, is Brady just going to go off and carry his team? Have they played the Eagles yet? Yes. He only had 18 points. Oh, interesting. He only had 18 points when they played the Eagles. They beat the Eagles in Philly. Look at Tom, dude. He's bugged out in this picture. Early as hell. That's probably like fucking six in the morning or something. He like, bruh. Look, y'all got me doing this shit, fo. 28 to 22. The Bucks beat the Eagles in week six. Tom Brady had 34 completions on 42 attempts for 297 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Not the best, but hey, it's all right. Let's see what the running back did. Who is it? Leonard Fournette. Oh, he's on IR though. The Bucks designated Fournette hamstring for return from injured reserve Wednesday. Uh oh, is this guy gonna play? Head coach Bruce Arian said last week that Fournette was trending in the right direction in his recovery from a hamstring strain. 
adding that the lead running back could be available for Sunday's playoff opener against the Eagles. The decision to clear Fournette to resume practicing when first eligible would add credence to the notion that he'll have a good chance at suiting up in the wild card round. Tampa Bay also designated Giovanni Bernard knee for return from IR on Wednesday and Keyshawn Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell. Both remain available as backfield options in the event neither Fournette or Bernard are cleared for the postseason opener. Meanwhile, Ronald Jones, ankle, looks the least likely of the quintet to play Sunday. Well, I mean, look, I was thinking about the Bucks. Like, look, they're eight and a half point home favorites. Did I run them? But now look at all the clouds, the storm clouds, the fog. Shitload of fog now out here. Let's see. Did Fournette play against the Eagles in week six? He did, and he had 30 points. Okay, so what's that mean? Nothing really, probably, because look, it's just touchdown dependent, two TDs, 22 carries for 81 yards. Yeah, he averaged 3.7 yards a carry, but he didn't really smash off. He did good, but erase those touchdowns, and it's not a 30-point game. Uh, so that just makes it tough, actually. On the Eagles side, I mean, could I even run any Eagles? Probably not. They got to be the cheapest, right? Six? No. Big Ben is the cheapest. Whoa. Does Big Ben not do anything here? No, he does not. Big Ben don't do much, but could be a good sleeper play. All right, the other game is the 49ers at the Cowboys. How's that so? The Cowboys are the home team? Damn, what? so we got the Eagles and the Cowboys. Both made it from the NFC East. Okay. 49ers at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are minus three favorites and a 51 point over under here. So is this going to be the big banger of a game? The high-scoring game. Well, Vegas odds are saying so. They opened at 49 and a half, and it's bumped up to a 51-point line. So we got some movement here. We got some movement on this line. We got Prescott. And who else we got? Jimmy Garoppolo for quarterbacks. Let's see if they played each other. I mean, this, you know what? This is like classic NFL that I'm used to here. Did they play Dallas? No, 49ers haven't played. I mean, this is like classic right here. This is like Steve Young, Joe Montana, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, T.O., Jerry Rice. Yo, this is like back in the day. This is like back in the day football. We got the... Niners at the Cowboys? Where's George Teague at? Where's Emmett? Emmett's! Emmett Smith! This is a throwback! Uh-oh. Is that a signal? Oh, shit. Is that a sign? I don't know. Fuck! This might be a sign, dude. I don't know, though. Garoppolo, he doesn't really do anything major. He's had one 30-point game this year, the entire season, week eight at Chicago. Other than that, he's been pretty pedestrian. 20s, 
High teens, 17, 18, 13, 12, 15, 15, uh, 8, 9, yo! Jimmy boy, Jimmy boy. Oh my goodness. How about the running backs? I did play one of these uh, Cowboys running backs or 49ers running backs, E. Mitchell. He's still limited. Yeah, but I think this is just fake because he played. He played last week. 21 carries. I think I played him at Houston. He had 24 points. But still, back. look at this guy. Back-to-back 21 carry weeks. And when he plays, he plays. When he plays, he plays now. Eli Mitchell, he ain't no joke. He gets the ball. He gets a lot of volume, dude. He doesn't get great targets, but sometimes he does. Week 12, he had six targets against the Vikings. All right, this one is kind of tough here. There was a dude that went off. I think it was last week in the Millie Maker. It wasn't Debo Samuel, was it? Oh, it was Debo. All right, so Debo, damn. Against the Rams? Yo, was he burning Jalen Ramsey, though? He had eight rushing attempts? Holy shit, who the fuck's this guy? Debo! Yo, he's like a fucking mini running back and shit. Look at this guy. Was he get end arounds? Or did it actually put him in the backfield? You could go Debo. But then that means you might want to go Garoppolo. The Gruffalo? I wonder if that's his nickname. His nickname should be Jimmy. The Gruffalo. Garoppolo. It's a badass nickname. He, he looks like the Gruffalo a little bit too. Yo. Wonder if that story was about him. Nah, come on now. All right, who, who else we going, dude? Who's the Eagles? All right, it's Jalen Hurts. I'm looking at Garner Minshew like, yo, is Minshew about to be the fucking Cinderella story? I don't know. All right, and the last game on the slate is the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Kansas City Chiefs are 12 and a half point favorites. Oh, with a 46 point over under. Now the Chiefs, though, even though they are humongous favorites, 12 and a half points, they're only eight and nine against the spread all season. So they are 12 and five on the season, 12 wins, five losses, but against the spread. They're eight and nine. So it makes me think, you know, maybe the Chiefs aren't going to run away with this game. And the Steelers could possibly put up some points here. Have they seen each other this year? Has Pittsburgh traveled to Kansas City or vice versa? Let's look for some KC on the schedule here. They did week 16. The Steelers went to Kansas City and were absolutely blown out. 36 to 10. Big Ben had 23 completions on 35 attempts for 159 yards and only eight points. Whoa, Big Ben. Big Ben, does he just not have it anymore? What's going on with Big Ben? What's the story, y'all? What's the story with Big Ben? This is a super duper tough week. This is a very, very, very tough week. Looking at tight ends, even tight ends. Even looking at tight ends, dude. 
Dallas Goddard, is he the man at tight end? I think so. I think he is the man here. I don't know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebackers. Are they good? Anybody know? <laughs> Anybody know? Hey, are they good, bro? What's the matchup like? Yo, break it down for me. Where's the uh where's the dudes at? The dudes that, that know all this football shit. Who is it? You got the fucking uh, I forget their names even, dude. Shit. I used to be into all this shit. Now I just make videos for the hell of it. And I'm still probably gonna win a million dollars. Let's go! Win this shit! Tell them! Show them all! We can all gamble. Buy a Bitcoin, baby. Alright, so I guess we gotta make a choice here. We gotta make a choice. Alright, we're 13 minutes in. We did the rundown of the week. Three games on the slate. But we are nowhere closer to making a decision. Maybe slightly. Maybe slightly. Defense is going to be hard to pick as well. Mm. We could go the Cowboys, but that doesn't look good. Eagles, Steelers. Oh, my goodness. Do we go to Cowboys? I mean, they have the most points. <clears throat> they have the most points, but I'm, I'm more tempted to go the Niners. Is any defense going to do good? You know, maybe Kansas City, actually. Are they the most expensive? The Chiefs? That's what jumps out at me. No, the Bucks are. The Chiefs are next in line to have the best day here. And the last time they played Pittsburgh at home, they got 12 points. They were 3,500. Now they're 3,300. I think the Chiefs, 3,300 defense is pretty good and if we do that we could look to stack it with Clyde Edwards Heller <sighs> who the fuck is that guy wait did they just play the Steelers week 16 what the fuck they just played the Steelers and now they're about to play the Steelers again huh Nah, hell nah. Or did this guy not play week 17 and shit? Edwards Heller was a limited participant Wednesday in the Chiefs' first practice of the week. So his absence a day later suggests the running back either received some extra maintenance or experienced a setback with his injured shoulder. If it's the latter case, Edwards Heller would likely be at major risk of missing his third straight game Sunday. When the Chiefs host the Steelers in the wild card round. On a positive note, Daryl Williams, toe, was on the practice field again Thursday after joining Edwards Hilaire as a limited participant at Wednesday's session. So Kansas City should have at least one of its top two backs available for the start of the postseason. Oh damn, Edwards Hilaire, naw. Daryl Williams. Yeah. Alright, so there was week 18. Hold on. Yeah, 18 weeks? Alright, so 17 games? 16 games? I don't know, bro. Hey, hey! I'm just here trying to make some money. I don't even know about this shit. NFL? Nah, I don't even know. 17 weeks, 18 weeks, 17 games. Is it an extra game? Is it an extra week? Did they? 
I saw something where Cooper Cup was talking about that. Like, yo, the stats are all fucked up because now we got an extra game of the season. If that's the case, what the freak? Hell yeah, you can't even compare the old yesteryear NFL stats with this, the stats of today. Because this shit is all freaked out. How you gonna add an extra game? But even the whole shit, like, yo, back in the day, they used to mollywop quarterbacks with fucking forearm shivers and shit. Pow! Who was that? Deacon Jones and shit? Smacking the shit out of motherfuckers. Dudes were mean as fuck on that football field. Man, that shit was awesome. Back in my day. Nowadays, shit, this shit fucking corny. It's cool, though, because it's like arena football league. You know, you can't touch the quarterback, can't touch the receivers. Like, yeah, da, 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 da. he was defenseless. The fuck? It's kind of cool because you got the high-scoring, action-packed games, but I like that defense smacking them around too, man. That shit power, dude. It's the it's the will, you know? It's the battle of the wills. Now you're, like, hamstringing people saying, oh, y'all, can't do it like that. Gotta be soft on him now. Gotta be soft on him. Seeing that all across society now. That's just the way the pendulum swings now. Hey, it's swinging. That shit be swinging. Is it losing momentum now? Are we going to just chill and find ourselves somewhere in the middle? I hope so. Bitcoin equals freedom. Go learn about it. (laughs) Yeah, stupid. Don't get caught up with that fiat currency, man. You got to find something you can actually own that no one could take from you. Imagine that. Amazing. Bitcoin. Woo. Some deep shit. You got to look into it. All right. So this dude only has seven... Attempts though week 18 he doesn't really get all greatness on him he gets decent targets four three three one three he had two touchdowns against Cincy but he's not really smacking though all right let's see what the update and the analysis on Darrell Williams is it Terrell or Terrell I don't know Darrell or Daryl Daryl Williams toe remain limited at practice Thursday Thursday oh yeah today's Friday yeah meanwhile fellow running back Clyde Edwards Heller shoulder didn't practice after logging a limited session Wednesday Friday's final injury report should add some clarity with regard to the duo's chances of suiting up for Sunday's playoff game against the Steelers. But at this point, Williams' availability for the contest looks more secure than Edwards. Heller. All right. Well, I don't know if we're getting anywhere in this stream. Kind of just uh, back and forth, but this is the research, you know? This is the research that you got to do. And I just happened to do it live on stream. Other people might come with the papers and the stats ready to go. I come with none of that shit. This is it right here, right now. You're walking through my brain and the steps I take to win the Millionaire Maker. Oh, that shit's nice. Bro, he went through all those steps and he arrived at the final lineup to win the whole goddamn thing. Say it with me now. We winning the Millie Maker. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for your support. 
We went in this shit. I, I guess I'm gonna go with fucking D Williams. He's 5,200. Seems awfully cheap. How about this other dude, Miles Sanders for the Eagles at 5K? Is he the starting running back for the Eagles? And he's super cheap? Bleh. Are the Eagles gonna upset? Nah, right? Eagles ain't upsetting shit. It's gonna rain though. I mean, he still might have some good stuff. Let's see what it says about him. Sanders' hand was limited participant in Thursday's practice. Since fracturing his hand in the Eagles' Week 16 win over the Giants. Damn, he broke his hand, bro. Sanders has missed two straight games and hasn't put in a full practice. Damn. He's at least taken a step forward in terms of activity as the Eagles prepare for Sunday's wildcard game in Tampa Bay. As Sanders has now turned in consecutive limited practices to begin the week. Another limited showing wouldn't necessarily close the door on him playing Sunday, but he'll likely need to upgrade to full activity to avoid taking a designation into the weekend. Ah, I mean, he's got broken hand. Is it on his ball carrying hand? If the Eagles decide Sanders hand hasn't healed enough for him to play against the Buccaneers, the team would likely turn to a combination of Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. To carry the load on the ground while rookie Kenneth Gainwell serves as a change of pace option. Oh my goodness. I can't even touch any of those dudes. It's good value though if you pick right. I mean, who would I lean to? This guy, Jordan Howard. He came from the uh, the Bears. I remember him on the Bears. He was supposed to be good, but then he's not good. <laughs> what happened? Then I guess looking at this picture, he went to the Dolphins. I don't remember that. I know that dude. As a bear. He's a bear. Bear. All right, I can't touch any of them dudes. Quarterback. Who am I going with? Brady, dude? It's going to rain though, huh? Prescott, dude? I do kind of like Prescott. A little bit. Garoppolo, though? If I have to, like, pick a team real quick... I'm, I'm thinking like this. Let me just throw it out there. We got Eli Mitchell, and then I'll run like a Prescott. Oh, so tough, though, right? Prescott? What's he do? Did he do anything when they played San Fran? Did they even play San Fran? No. They got good pass defense, though. Shit. San Fran's got good defense, but San Fran... This shit's confusing because how the fuck San Fran got good defense? They just got wrecked on, didn't they? They just gave up 27 points. Eh, I mean, they got decent. But that don't mean shit, right? They give up points. They give up points, but still, I guess they're good. Alright, let's see if we did go... Dak Prescott, 6,700. Who would we stack him with? I kind of want to run Debo, but I'll run E. Mitch instead. Debo, how's he going to running back, though? Is the big dog running back out here? Actually, am I going to go fucking E. Mitch? Maybe i just go fucking Debo, dog. And my running back will be... I can't run Zeke. I try to play Zeke, man. Zeke just... I don't know what Zeke's talking about. Zeke just don't do shit. I don't know why Zeke don't do it no more. Maybe I would run a Tampa Bay running back. Who they got? R. Jones a second? Doubtful. 
Man, he's doubtful. Who's playing then? Oh, come on. Ronald Jones looking at him. He's pissed. Man, I ain't fucking playing. Don't pick me, bro. Don't pick me. All right, I won't pick you then. So we got Le'Veon Bell and fucking this dude. Keyshawn Vaughn. Well, he looks pretty fucking mean. Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn, dog. Keyshawn Vaughn? I'm t- I, I, w- I would rather probably go this guy. Vaughn rushed 10 times for 29 yards and a touchdown and brought in both targets for 12 yards. And the Buccaneers 41-17 win over the Panthers on Sunday. Vaughn took on lead back duties with Ronald Jones' sideline and logged double-digit carries, but he wasn't able to do much on a yards-per-carry basis. Yeah. I mean, he probably is a bum. But he could get one. Uh, I mean, let's see Le'Veon Bell. I don't think Le'Veon Bell's doing shit either. Le'Veon Bell don't give a fuck. Yeah, three, three carries... He don't give a fuck. Le'Veon Bell don't do shit. I guess I'll do this, dude. Keyshawn Vaughn. He looks pretty damn serious now. Look at him. He's mean mugging the shit out y'all right now. Bruh, if you don't pick me, I'm thinking about it, dog. Chill. Thinking about it, Keyshawn Vaughn. All right, fuck it. Get him in there. Get Keyshawn the fuck in there. Keyshawn! You're in! Tight end, we're gonna go Eagles now, right? We're gonna go fucking D-God. D-God! D-D-D-God! Then we gotta go two Cowboys receivers. And these dudes are hard as hell to pick because there's all these motherfuckers out here. We don't know who to go. C.D. Lamb? Two targets? Oh my God. What? Go on, C.D.! What is going on here? Lamb wasn't involved much. But he picked up first downs on both of his grabs, including a long reception of 31 yards. Come on now. Although Lamb hasn't topped 70 yards over his last five contests (laughs) and hasn't scored since week 10, he still improved his rookie production across the board this season. The 22-year-old will now turn his attention towards his first career playoff appearance when he figures to be a big factor for the Cowboys. Really? Really? A big factor? He don't do shit. But I'm about to pick his ass anyway, bro. Let's go, CD Lamb. You are about to be a hero. And then Amari Cooper. Let's go, Coop. I know you're good at home, dog. Let's go, Coop. 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 Who else do they have at wide receiver to Cowboys? Is this guy. Oh, this guy's stealing. Cedric Wilson. Damn! Wilson went off. Wilson caught five of six targets for 119 yards and two touchdowns in Saturday's 51. It's a 26 win over the Eagles. Damn, blew that boy's out. Wilson again saw his role expanded in the wake of Michael Gallup's season-ending injury and excelled with his newfound opportunity. In fact, Wilson's yardage output marked a career high as he led the Cowboys in the category while tying Amari Cooper for the team's best catch tally. Notably, though, Wilson also found the end zone twice, scoring from 14 yards in the fourth quarter before hauling in a 24-yarder in the second. As Dallas now turns its attention towards the playoffs, 
Wilson's late season emergence represents an encouraging development offensively. Fuck. So they did have another dude out there, Michael Gallup. But why isn't CD Lamb doing it? Like, CD Lamb, bro. What's the deal? You dye your hair or something? Now you fucked up. Oh, man. Come on, CD Lamb. That's tough for me, but you got to make a choice, you know? You got to make a choice here. All right, we got 5,800 left, and who do we go? George Kittle? Double tight end stack? I think we're going to go with it. I mean, George Kittle, he's a good fucking dude. We're stacking him. We're going heavy. Cowboys? Niners. All right, that's going to be the lineup, dude. We're going Prescott, Samuel, and Lamb? Or no, Lamb and Coop. And then we're running it back with Samuel and Kittle. Stacking up D. Williams with KC defense. K. Vaughn for the Bucks. He's going to scoop three touchdowns. Calling it now. Keyshawn Vaughn. And Dallas got it for the Eagles. That's going to be it for this one. Thank you all for watching. Later.